I need to use the bathroom. Can you stop somewhere so I can pee? Petrov's chuckle turned into a full-blown laugh. It made me want to both slap him and run my fingers through his thick black hair. I pressed my hands into my lap instead. Glad you find me so amusing, I said, sounding grumpier than I'd intended. I assume you'd have pulled through a night in a holding cell like a champ. Aha, Miss Sevigny. I have done my own stint of time, and I know it's unpleasant. He pressed the button beside him again, and the minibar disappeared. Another button press, and a speaker buzzed to life. A flurry of Russian followed. I frowned. Learning Russian had never been a priority. My Swahili was passable. I knew most of the old world languages, such as French, Spanish, and Italian, since they helped in my tarot studies but I was working on conquering Mandarin since I had many Chinese clients. But I'd never bothered with Russian. Now, I regretted the lapse. What did you say? I asked. A second later, I felt the flight limo change course. Where are we going? It's a restaurant I frequent whenever I'm in Nairobi. It's out of our way, but I enjoy it. It's called the Kremlin. Maybe you've heard of it? I had, and always thought the name pretentious. The Kremlin was located in Little Russia, in the city's northeast section, a part of Nairobi I rarely visited. After the big one in 2459 that shook apart much of southern Asia and the devastating North American quakes in 61 and 65, along with the rising waters from the polar melt, anyone who could fled to cities in the world's highest elevations before countries closed their borders. Nairobi was one of them, along with Lhasa in Tibet, La Paz in Bolivia, Santa Fe in what was once the United States of America, and several others. But what was once Russia had been almost completely destroyed. That was the beginning of the Earth's infamous dark times. Billions died in the two global conflicts that followed. Entire swaths of land vanished from the map. Living space and arable land came at a premium until one gov eventually came to power out of the chaos. Kenya's population exploded as refugees flooded its borders. Many of those refugees came from northern Russia, which had long since disappeared under the rising waters. In fact, outside of what was left of the motherland, Nairobi boasted one of the highest concentrations of Russians in the world. I didn't have anything against little Russia in general, but they did things their own way. Most of those ways tended to be violent, scary, and made the CN net news flashes on a regular basis. I frowned. No chance of going somewhere closer to my part of town? He smiled. There's the phone in that, Dorogaya Moya. My frown grew. No Russian. I want to understand every word spoken to me. Of course. I apologize. I enjoy learning new languages, just not in the back of a flight limo. Shit, that sounded like flirting. It means, my dear. Thanks, I'll file that away for future reference. Gods, I wanted to smack myself. Time to refocus on the most important thing. You said you have proof my mother is alive. Show me. Check your bracelet. He waved in the direction of my hand. I edged away from him. While the flight limo was roomy, 
Our knees brushed as we sat facing each other. Every move he made brought him into my personal space, the same way it had at my shop. I also remembered the rush of heat I'd felt then, so I made sure to keep my legs as far away from his as I could. I tapped my bracelet and scrolled through my messages. More than two dozen filled the hollow pop-up. Lots from work and friends wondering, then demanding to know where I was. Each shim sounded more desperate. I also counted eight from Roy. I groaned, imagining the fight we'd have. Something wrong? Petrov asked, watching me. I'll sort it out later, I muttered, rubbing my free hand over my eyes. He had no business asking about my personal life, even if he seemed to know more about it than I did. I jumped to Petrov's message, the last on the screen.